Hey, it's your host, Mark Santiago. And I'm excited to introduce you to the next level of this podcast, Empowered AF 2.0. 2.0. In this next stage of Empowered AF, we're going to dive deeper into what it means to be an empowered man in his most advanced form. I'm talking healthy communication, healthy lifestyle, both physically and emotionally, and evolving into the man you've always wanted to be. So stick around and join me in this episode of Empowered AF 2.0. This past Christmas in Empowered Man, we created what we call the Be the Gift Challenge. Uh, if you were following along in the group, you saw that I went live multiple times. And so what you're about to listen to are some of the Facebook Lives that I did for the Be the Gift Challenge. So if you hear me talking about Christmas, that's why. But look, I felt like the message and the content was so good that we needed to share with everybody in our community. And so we're releasing it today. Um, over the next couple of weeks, you're gonna hear some of those videos and some of those trainings. And so today's part one of that Be the Gift Challenge. And I talk about the movie Jingle All the Way and what gave me the genesis for the idea because at the end of the day, we all have to be prepared. Um, now that Christmas is over and you're listening to this or watching this past Christmas, you still have to be the gift for your children and for your future self. So have a listen, I'll see you inside. All right, we are live. Uh, welcome to the Be The Gift Challenge. Very first time I've ever done this. Uh, if it goes well, I'll probably do this every year. Um, you know, we were thinking as a team, uh, what are some ways that we can really encourage guys through the holidays? Um, we know that most divorces are filed somewhere between December and January. Um, and so this is where a lot of guys are going through the ringer. Um, I have my own stories um, of going through separation and Christmas. Um, I also ended up getting divorced during Christmas. And so over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to share both those stories as well as anecdotes of what to do, how to show up, um, how to what I call be the gift for your family. Um, it's important and imperative because I think a lot of guys really, really struggle with this idea, this narrative around giving gifts to their children on Christmas. Like I've got to be the dad that gives them all the toys. I've got to, I've got to be this strong man who, who provides all this stuff, you know, and, and we even have guys who, who basically, will put themselves last um, and not really be able to put themselves in a position to work on themselves because they want to get gifts for their children. And we're going to talk about this idea, but before I really get into it, I actually wanted to show you guys a trailer for a movie that happened. It came out in 1996. It's called Jingle All the Way. And that was sort of the inspiration or the genesis of this challenge um, because this movie really, to me, spoke to what every man is going through. Now, it's not a sad one. It's a funny, it's a comedy, which we could all use some laughs right now. So it's not like he's in the middle of a separation divorce. However, his marriage is contentious. Um, but it's just funny the way men view gift giving and view their responsibility to their children. And so I'm going to share that here right now. You give me one second. Hopefully you guys can see my screen. Hopefully you guys can hear it. If not, that's okay. That's just part of live. I can always drop the link below. Every holiday season, there's one toy everyone has to have. Getting it is every child's dream. Whoever doesn't can be a real loser. Finding it. You got the doll, right? Is this father's nightmare. I'll get that toy. I'm doing this. Whoa! 
Nothing like waiting until the last minute, Alex, sir. Especially on Christmas Eve. You're all calm. It's too long. It's too long. spirit. The last one just left. Now, it's two fathers. This is one mission. Baby. And every man for himself. We can join up as a team. You know, like, like Star Skin Hunt. Let's go. Is there a problem, officer? You can never do too much to make a child's Christmas magical. Hey, buddy. <laughs> the director of Mrs. Doubtfire. You want a turbo man for Christmas? Get it. I'm not going to sit and you laugh. Tony, show him. That was taken this morning. And from the director of the Flintstones. Oh, no, 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 no. Of course, there's uh, some assembly required. You know you guys are? Nothing but a bunch of sleazy con men in red suits. No sports in there. Sinbad. Work for the post office This man is totally insane. You. Christmas comes, but once a year. Jingle all the way. You the wrong day. There it is. Jingle All the Way. Uh, probably one of my favorite movies in the 90s. Uh, obviously, I grew up in the 90s, and uh, this came out. Anyways, call after, your doorbell camera oh, company. Got to turn that off. The subscription. There we go. Anyways, that, that movie came out in the 90s, and it just reminded me so much of what men in the Christmas season go through, right? So, you know, here's Howard, who basically really hasn't shown up as a dad. Um, and a lot of you, if you're honest with yourself, you haven't either. Um, you know, he misses karate. And, you know, it's like there's so many there's so many scenes where it's like he misses karate. He doesn't show up for the, you know, the Christmas thing here and this thing here. And he misses all these things because he really just works too much. Right. And he puts so much emphasis on his job and working all this stuff. And I would say most men actually go in that direction. And then there's the other guys who are like complete opposite and they're there for everything and they don't have a balance. But this is more for, for those of you who are, you're in this position where you're like, you haven't really been a great dad and, and you haven't really been there for your kids. Um, but even if you feel like you have, I think you should hang on and, and continue listening to, to this week's um, call, for example, uh, because I want you to really get the gist of this, you know? So it's like, for him, what he thought the greatest thing he could do was, since he'd been missing all these things, was to get this toy. And so maybe you're in that position, too, where you're like, man, if I can just get that right toy for my child, he's going to feel like I love him. And so he goes on this adventure, if you will, to try to get this toy. You know, he, he showed him, you know, with Sinbad, which was, an, again, comedian back from the 80s and 90s. And th that's kind of his nemesis. And, and they're they're trying to find this doll. There's like none of them left. You know, his wife's like, hey, you procrastinated. You didn't get the doll. Are you kidding me? And he's like, no, 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 I got it. I got it. So he's lying to his wife. He's lying to everyone else around him because he hasn't been present. And not only has he not been present with his kids, he hasn't been present with himself. Right. Like, that's the thing is, if you follow the storyline, it's clear, clear as day that this guy is not in present with himself. He doesn't know who he is. He's lying to everyone. He's a people pleaser. 
because he doesn't want to hurt anyone. He doesn't want to hurt their feelings. He doesn't want to be honest and be vulnerable because that's the scariest thing to him. So he he's trying desperately to get this toy because he's like, if I get this toy, then that will change the narrative. That will change uh, my son's perception of me, that I can assuage the guilt and pain I have because I found this toy. How many of you right now, if you're honest with yourself, are trying to buy your kids affection? are trying to just go, if I can just get my child this gift, if I can just take my child to this thing, this Christmas thing, or take him to Disneyland or, or whatever it is, th- then then I won't feel as bad about me not showing up as a dad, especially during separation and divorce. Because when all of this is happening, more than likely, and, I, and again, I hear this from, I've talked to over 10,000 guys in the last four years. You, it, What happens to a man is he gets he gets contracted. He goes into inside himself and he doesn't know what to feel. He doesn't know what to think. He feels all kinds of emotions. Some guys cry. Some guys get angry. Some guys are, are super, you know, depressed and suicidal and all these things. And, and so they don't show up for their children and they know it. So Christmas comes along and they're like, okay, this is it. This is my opportunity to win that back, to make up for how I haven't been there as a dad recently, because I've been so involved with my wife and the divorce and like what's happening and all this shit. And so you you try to find that toy, that thing that would assuage the guilt, but that's not the thing that the child wants. So, you know, in this story, what happens is, is, is uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, you know, goes through all these things and tries to get in and, and funny situations, comedy of errors, if you will, that happen. And finally, towards the end, he has an opportunity where he's, he's like, he's ends up in this place where he uh, doesn't even know how he got there, where he's like chasing the guy down. I can't remember how he got to this part of the scene, but he gets into a room and in that room, all of a sudden people think he is the guy. They think he's the doll. Uh, because he's about to be on a float at this parade uh, in downtown, wherever, Minneapolis, or whatever the whatever the thing is. And they think he's supposed to be the guy. And so they start dressing him up. And he's like, what is going on? What is happening? And suddenly he's being transformed into Turbo Man. And so, like, the guy who was chasing Turbo Man is suddenly wearing the costume of Turbo Man. I hope you can I hope you can ride with me on this. So he's chasing after Turbo Man and now he's wearing the Turbo Man outfit and he's like, "Whoa, this is cool." And next thing you know, he's up on the platform and he's waving around all the kids and he's like, "I'm Turbo Man. Holy shit, this is amazing. I'm Turbo Man. Wow, this is crazy." And he sees his son in the audience. And they're like, "This is the opportunity. They give him a doll and it's like this special collector's edition doll and Turbo Man gets to choose one child from the audience." to give the doll to. I mean, this right here, he's worked all this two days or whatever day it is to find this doll. And he's finally here Christmas Eve. He missed all the time of his family, missed, missed everything, missed hot chocolate. He missed the reindeer. He missed the, the all, all the stuff. And he's finally here. And he's like, yes, I get to give my child the Turbo Man doll. He's wanted so desperately. And as he gives the kid the doll, he gets attacked by the bad guy, which is Sinbad's character, who's now dressed up as the arch nemesis of Turbo Man. And they get into this fight, and the guy takes the, the his son, Jamie, with him, which, by the way, it's a little Anakin Skywalker from uh, Star Wars, if you don't remember, uh, uh, the Phantom Menace. And he takes Jamie with him, and he and he climbs up, and, and he's, like, trying to get away, and um, Jamie puts the doll in his bag, and, and they're climbing, and they're fighting, and all this stuff, and then and then Jamie loses the doll, and, he, and, and Turbo Man has to fly. And so Turbo Man flies, Schwarzenegger's character flies, and, he, and he's, he's getting all over the place, and he catches his son just before he is about to hit the ground. 
he catches his son as he's falling from the enemy. And so this enemy has him, but he loses grasp and the kid is falling. He's going to hit the ground, splat, die. But Turbo Man flew at the right moment. He flew, he figured it out, flew, saved his son. And he comes down to the ground and he's like, oh, you saved my life, Turbo Man. And the wife who was like, Mal, my, my, my husband was non-existent. And, and, he's, and he starts talking to him and he takes off his helmet and he's like, you're my dad is Turbo Man. And he's like, here's your doll. And he's like, I don't need the doll. I've got the real thing. I've got Turbo Man. Now, this is a cheesy ass movie, but I got goosebumps telling this story because if you look at the reality, if you pull back the cheesiness and you pull back all the comedy and all the shit, the heart of the matter is, is that little boys and little girls aren't desperate for toys. They're desperate for your presence. They aren't desperate for the present that you can give them that is outside of you. They're desperate for the present, the presence that you can give them and put inside of them because that is the love that they require. That is the love that they need. The present, the gift of the things, all this stuff is great. I love, you know, pouring onto my children. I mean, we got last year, it took like three hours for them to open all the gifts because there were so many gifts because we've been so abundantly blessed and we were able to bless our children. But that's not the main thing. What the main thing is, is that you would be the presence that they need. The, the only thing they need is from you and who you are as a man and how you've shown up. And that is the Be the Gift Challenge that we are going to take this month and be the gift for our kids. That we are going to be not just the present one, but the presence of who you are, right? Is that you can give the gift of being present through your presence. I know it's a lot of run-ons, but that's the way it works. You are the greatest gift. You are the greatest gift to your children. I want you to say that out loud. If you're in a place where you can and, and no one else is around or whatever, say it out loud. I don't give a fuck. I am the greatest present I can give my kids. I am the greatest gift I can give to my kids. I am the greatest gift that I can give to my kids. Because here's the thing. At the end of the day, all your children care about all they want from a father is to know that he is healed and he can love. And some of you are like, I'm not healed. I'm in a shit ton of pain right now. And that's where you have to start doing this work. You have to start doing the work of being a healed and present father. It's the work we do in our Thrive community. It's the work we do with our men so that they can show up and be the presence that they need to be for their kids. And if you're not doing that work, you are wasting your time and your energy and your affections. Why? Because as fathers, what we need to be is that present for our kids. And what good are we if we can't be present for them? Next week, I'm going to be talking about when I went through my divorce and, and how hard it was for me to be present. And I'm going to talk about the practical things that I had to do and the things that I teach men to do. So, so stay tuned. This isn't just a one, one thing here. We're going to do this all month. I've got three or four of these lined up. We're going to do them every Monday. And through the week, I'm actually going to give you some exercise. I'm going to give you some things. I'm going to talk about some of that today, specifically. But I want you to understand, and I want you to come into agreement with this, is that you are the greatest gift you can give your kids. You are the greatest gift that you can give your kids. And in fact, you know, if there's a chance that your wife and you can, can make things together. It's not about the gift you can give her. 
It's about your presence. It's about the healed man. It's about the man who is no longer disempowered. It's about the man who has boundaries and communicates. It's about the man who leads. It's about the man who owns his fucking shit. That's what she's asking for. That's what she's requiring. In this movie, Jingle All the Way, his wife is upset with him because of what he's doing to his son, how he's not showing up. And in fact, what happens is the neighbor, you all remember him from Saturday Night Live and actually, God rest his soul, he was taken away by his ex-wife, killed him um, in real life. Uh, the neighbor moves in on her and tries to make a pass. And she's like, oh, hell no. And she threw some uh, eggnog at him and hit him in the glasses or some shit like that. But that's what happens too, is like, he was working so much, he made his wife vulnerable to another man's advances. Now, in the character in the movie, she was strong, but maybe your wife isn't. And I mean, honestly, do you blame her? If you haven't been present, do you blame her? Now, I'm not saying that she had to go do what she did, but the feeling of it, right? The, the, the temptation of it, do you understand the temptation? Because honestly, you know, like I've told people before, I don't believe that it's your fault if your wife cheats on you. But I do believe in the fact that you can take responsibility for the environment and the atmosphere that you've created. And so you need to look internally. You need to look at yourself and ask yourself those hard questions. What kind of atmosphere have I created? Was I so focused on work and, and providing that I was providing the wrong thing? That while money was good and, and vacations are great, ultimately what your children and what your wife require is your presence. And here's the thing is so many guys, you're probably thinking this, you're like, yeah, that's, that's right. You're right. You're right. But deep down inside, if you're really gut honest with yourself, you don't feel like you as a present are valuable. And that sucks. Oh, man, every time I talk to a guy who's like, I'm not worth investing into, it's the fucking saddest thing I've ever heard in my life. How, how dare you say that you're not worth investing into your wife? Took a made a commitment to be married to you, gave your her heart to you, uh, um, gave her 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 sexuality to you, gave her identity, gave you all these things, and then gave you children. And you're telling me that you're not worth investing into? Like, how sad is that? People around you have invested into you, people around you have given to you, but you're so selfish and so narcissistic in your belief system that you can't see that you are worth something, that you are worth an investment. Because here's the, here's the equation, guys, is that if you see yourself as an investment, guess what? You get to be a return on that investment to your children. You get to be a return on investment to your wife. Some of you heard me say this. It's time for you to get an ROI on your tears. You've cried. You've screamed. You've yelled. It's time to get a return on investment of those tears. And many of you won't. Many of you will walk away and you'll, you'll tuck your tails between your legs and you'll say, well, it was too much. I couldn't invest emotionally. I couldn't invest financially. I had a guy say that the other day. He actually was ready to go, ready to invest in himself financially, but he's like, I'm not ready emotionally to invest in myself because I'm so hell-bent on trying to control the outcome of the marriage. And I'm like, bro, but you have no control. And he's like, I know. He knows he can't control it. He knows he can't do it, but he refuses to, to give up his own pride. And to lay down his life. I mean, look, leadership is about laying down your life for other people. You talk about, oh, I'm this great husband. I'm this great dad. Bull fucking shit. If you can't lay your life down, if you can't lay down your pride, you are, you are so full of shit. And somebody needs to tell you. Somebody needs to tell you that you're full of shit. So here's the thing, guys, is over the next month, I'm going to challenge you throughout this challenge. 
to be the gift to your wife, to your kids, to the people around you, that this isn't about you receiving something from anybody. This is about you taking what I give to you, what I put into you, what I invest into you and returning that to them. Take these things. So I'm going to give you assignments. I'm going to give you exercise. I'm going to drop things from our Thrive program. I'm going to give you specific things so that you would start walking in this element of being the gift. Because nothing would bless me more. Nothing would make me more excited than have thousands of men. And a bunch of men uh, have responded to this message so far. Nothing would, would excite me more to have all these men say, you know what? I'm going to be the gift to my kids. I'm committed to becoming that man. I'm committed to being a man who gives. There's three different ways that you can give your gifts as a father that have nothing to do with external things, that have everything to do with you. I don't care if you are the brokest guy in the world and you have nothing financially to offer anybody. There's three things you can give. Number one is your time. Number two is your energy. And number three is your affection. Time, energy, affection. The TEA. Time, energy, affection. Time, when you give your kids time, you're saying, hey, you are valuable. When a father invests time into a child, he says, hey, you are valuable. You are valuable. Energy. Energy goes a step forward and it requires focus. I'm not just in the presence of my child, but I'm actually giving them the energy behind who I am. You see, we are life givers. Just like we created our children through sperm, that sperm has energy in it. That sperm meshed with an egg and it created uh, uh, the, the baby, if you will, inside of the mother who after nine months released that child, that child has energy. That's literally built in from your DNA, from your sperm. And that energy isn't the only time it's required. It's required all the time because as you, you, you had enough, just like a flower, you can, you can plant a seed in the ground and the seed can die and opens up this beautiful flower. But if the flower is not cared for, if the flower doesn't get sunlight, if the flower doesn't get water, the flower dies. The flower needs energy. Your children, your wife need energy. And when you don't give your energy to them, you're being fucking selfish. And then the third and final thing is the affection. Your affections for your children. Maybe you're not a hugger, become a hugger. Maybe you're overly affectionate with your hugs or, or it's like too much touching back off. Like my, one of my, one of my sons doesn't like that. He doesn't like touch all the time. I am a hugger. I'm naturally a hugger type guy. I like to hug my children. It makes them feel safe in my arms. He doesn't like that. So I asked for permission. Hey, can I get a fist bump? Hey, can I give you a side hug real quick? Right. That, that is showing him that I value him in the way he sees the world. Affection though, isn't just uh, physical affection. There is emotional affection, telling them, hey, I love you. I'm here for you. I'm proud of you. I, 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 I'm excited for what's happening in your life. I'm excited to see your journey. Those are things that most of our fathers didn't do for us. And so we're like, well, I, don't, I couldn't do it. I didn't know how to do it. My dad didn't show me. You know what? Fuck that. Now you know. Now you know. And knowing, as G.I. Joe used to say, is half the fucking battle. Where my 80s baby's at. Knowing is half the battle. You know now. And when you know, when you're aware, you're going to be held accountable to that. You're going to be held accountable in your own conscience. And you can ask yourself, my conscience clean. You know. You know what you should be doing. You know that you should be giving those kids that, that type of thing, time, energy, and affection. So here's my, here's my assignment for you this week. Is I want you to choose one gift that you can give your kids each day this week that you don't already do. 
I want you to look about the time, the energy, and affection. I want you to think of those three things. And maybe you're like, man, I give all my time. I give all my energy and I give all my affection. Okay. Well, maybe the greatest gift you can give your kids then this week is not directed at them, but directed at you. Maybe you need to spend some time, energy, and affection on yourself. Maybe you need to become the gift to you because maybe you're giving too much to everyone else and you have nothing left to give to yourself. And a man who is trying to constantly pour from an empty cup is just dry and empty inside. If you're just, just getting the, 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 you know, you know, when you, when you come to the end of a drink and it was so good and you're just like, I just want to get all the last little bit of slushy or whatever, a little bit of ice out of it. And that's all you're doing to your kids. And your wife is like, this is all I have. I just have this, this little bit here and there's nothing for you. You're not being filled yourself. You're not investing in yourself. How are you supposed to love them? How are you supposed to give them? How are you supposed to stand in your wife's presence when she's upset and she's angry or she's feeling a certain way and you've got nothing emotionally in the tank because you have not invested in yourself? So week one is focusing on this, this aspect here is what is that one gift that you can give your kids this day, uh, each day this week that you don't already do. And if you already give them all the time, energy and affection they need, then you need to give it to yourself. That's where we need to start. That's where we need to start. For 90% of you, that's probably where you need to start. Because if you don't give it to yourself first, you're of no use. You're of no use anywhere else. So that's your assignment this week. We'll post it. Look out for posts on Wednesday and Friday. And then we'll go live again next Monday, the Monday after that. And I think the Monday after that as well, if we can. I got to see the dates, how they line up. But I want to take you through this challenge because I want to challenge every single man to be the gift. To be the gift to those people out there but also to be a gift to yourself. You need to be the gift to yourself. You need to give yourself time, energy, and affection. You are worthy. You are worth it. Some man needs to hear that right now. You are fucking worth it. You are worth this investment. You are worth it. I don't care if you can't repay any of it right now. You are worth it. I sow seeds all day, every fucking day. I give, I give, I give, and I get, I, I get, the, the, <laughs> I get the blessing back. And this is me giving. I just want to keep giving to you guys. Obviously, some of you, I'm, I'm waiting for you to become clients. You're supposed to be in Thrive right now, and you've been holding out, and it's time for you to fucking jump in. But those of you who are not in that place, that's okay. Receive this. Receive this, take it, and do something with it. Make it more than it already is. That's all I've got for you today. I'm going to see you in the group. Be the gift. See you guys. Hey, thanks again for joining us on this episode of Empowered AF 2.0. If you're new here, thanks for checking out this episode. And I encourage you to take a visit back to the first episodes in this podcast. Look, we have over 50 episodes on the foundations of how to be an empowered man. I'm talking about in your relationship with your wife, your kids, your work, your boss, whoever and whomever. And I highly suggest you take some time to listen and gain some insight and knowledge from those episodes. And hey, if you want to connect with me deeper, be sure to check out the Empowered Man group. That's empoweredman.co slash group empoweredman.co slash group for latest information and to join our group of other men who are wanting to be empowered just like you. Until then, this is Mark signing off, Empowered AF 2.0.